Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here on WATD this morning. We are the lead-in show for all things talk radio here on WATD. I have Melissa in the house with me this morning. Hello. Hi. Hi. I feel like it's like, welcome Welcome back, Sharon. (laughs) Yeah. How you been? Where you been? And all that good stuff. And of course, we have the one and only Tim McKinney in the house over there at WATD taking care of us and uh, we're not throwing any curveballs at him today. No, man. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome back, Sharon. Yes. Yeah, come on, everybody. Woo! Feels like I've been taking on uh, some rest and relaxation. Uh, you need you know. that sometimes. You, you certainly, yeah. certainly do for sure. And um, yeah, it's it's been great. So, Melissa, you've been holding down the show for me. So thank you yeah. for that. Oh, of course, anything for you. Shane. Yeah, you've had some great <laughs> guests. Yeah, uh, yeah. This past Tuesday, of course, we had Jasmine Glasgow and George Post from Maritime Mortgage. Um, so, and that was a really great show. So, if you want to listen to it, talkrealestateroundtable dot com or go to your podcast app, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Um, yeah, we just like, they are such like numbers nerds. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Rightfully so. That. They need to be. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, I've t- I talked about my journey sort of because everybody knows I'm um, pre-approved with Maritime Mortgage, specifically their team. Um, so it was great to have them on and sort of share some experiences that I've had in the journey with them. And um, and they had nothing but nice things to say about us, too. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. it was great. I loved that show. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm going to have to listen in on that one because um, they were in the office on Tuesday. So we were talking about yeah. some different things that are going on in the industry and, you know, trying to get, you know, focused on yeah. those types of things. So, which is great because, you know, Jasmine and George are always very happy to come into the yeah. office when we ask them to. So, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah. And I also want to say that I know that people are listening to us because when I see people out in the wild and they realize who I am, <laughs> I know you <laughs> should have said that as soon as you were taking a sip of your yeah, hot coffee, but um, but one of the first questions that everybody asks me is, "Did you find a house yet?" So, I and I love, and I, no, I haven't, but I love that uh, everybody out there is sort of rooting for me 
and, and hoping that I do get that soon. So yeah. I appreciate all of you guys. Well, the right one will come. It, yeah. will, it will happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And, you know, you can't help, you know, the different strategies that different agents use in our industry in order to drum up more business. I'll just put it out there. So you definitely went through a situation this week. And mm. I think that that's exactly what happened to you. But, you know, that's that's part of it. And that's just the way... You know, it wasn't that one. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, just a little tidbit say where I was this week. Yeah. Um, so I had, uh, and it made me think of it <laughs> when you said out in the wild. So um, <laughs> I actually took Mary uh, Horton, uh, my team member. I took her to uh, Kropalu, and that's in the Berkshires, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful out there, Stockbridge, and um, just gorgeous, gorgeous property that they have there. I did not realize it was previously owned by Jesuits, which you know, no wonder that's my calling to go there. Um, but it, it's it's a yoga meditation centering type environment that's what that is that's what Kripalu is and they have different programs so the program that I signed us up for was sort of like a work-life balance Mm -hmm. and alleviating stress and I just think that that's just an important thing to do especially in our industry where I everybody has heard me say it on here it just feels very reckless and even seeing you going through what you're going through I mean it's very emotional it's very stressful Um, So I just thought that this would be a good place for us to sort of, you know, go and learn some techniques and tools on how to be better for, you know, better at managing our stress and and have a work-life balance so we don't get resentful towards this business. And it makes us better for our clients, for my agents, for our staff. As we were talking about it, you know, it was very much... um, workshop related and um there's two stories i want to tell so maybe this won't be about real estate at all today so one of the the first story was you know the first night we were talking and he was just sort of the speaker was amazing he actually had a book i actually bought his book uh it's yoga and the pursuit of happiness so uh i can't wait to dive into that but we were talking and he was talking about like what was going to happen through this process and then he asked if anyone had any questions and of course i did I always do. <laughs> so, um, of course I did. I, and I always do, right? So I asked, you know, so what happens, like, you know, we're here, we're in this very zen-like atmosphere and environment, but, like, when we go back, you know, the stress is still going. Like, I, I feel like it's very, like, like our industry especially. It's just, like, yeah. fast, right? Like, the rate's going up. I can't get a house. I need to go over asking. I have to waive my home inspection. Yeah. Like, you know, all these different variables. And I tried not to bother either one of you because <laughs> during the whole time, I'm like, I can handle it all like it's not a big deal but we couldn't have our phones either yeah yeah well you did sneak and call me on wednesday night and be like okay i'm gonna call my husband now i go the both of you need to call your husbands (laughs) get off the phone with me why are you calling me first the the office is fine (laughs) call your husband jeez i know i call melissa before i call mark but (laughs) whatever so anyway so we're in there and i i brought this up i was like so how do you like, what is this process going to feel like? I said, because honestly, I don't know if I'm all in yet. This yeah. is the first night. It was seven to nine. I said, I don't know if I'm all in yet. And the guy was like, what have I gotten myself I into? <laughs> I was like, because I don't want it to hurt more when yeah. I get back, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be like the one that's like sitting in a yoga move and everybody's going to Well, you're jumping fast. right back into it. I mean, we're at an 8 a.m. show and then you have a, an open house for the next two yeah. hours afterwards. And you then know? I have and to do a bunch of bookkeeping yeah, stuff for the so office. So when I asked the question, he said, so to sort of simplify your question, you're asking how re-entry is. 
I'm like re-entry. Like in my head, I'm like re-entry. I was like, oh my god, I think we joined a cult, maybe yeah. perhaps aliens. Aliens. That's all I could think of was ancient aliens. So <laughs> re-entry. So Mary and I, I was thinking as we were driving home yesterday in the pouring rain, and I was just like, at what point? It's like, are we like re-entering? You know what I mean? Like we're re-entering, and like I just expected it to like, yeah. like sort of bounce me back for a second before I could push through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, did you ever watch Once Upon a Time? No. Oh. Well, it's kind of like it's like a town that you can't leave, and oh, it's really? like a, yeah, it's like a Disney show or whatever. But um, for like adults, I don't know, it was yeah. on ABC or something. And like, there's like a little like you could see you enter the town, and then you can't enter. You yeah, can't well, leave that, the okay, town. that's what I sort of felt like. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I didn't want to leave. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it was just so peaceful. I did yoga every morning at six thirty, and I learned some really good skills on um, meditation, and I know. I sound hokey right now, but it's meditation and centering, and I'm just sure that these tools that I learned are going to make me a stronger me, which is going to make me better for everyone else who's around me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but okay, so now I have story number two. Uh, don't worry, Tim, we'll get into real estate at some point. So, <laughs> story number two is so on that first night, you know, we, there's like floor, you can sit on the floor, and they had like some chairs and stuff like that. So, Mary and I were sitting in the back and had some chairs. We got there late because we had our meeting here. Tuesday with Jasmine and George and this one gentleman was speaking I couldn't see him and he said I'm just hoping that people take the opportunity to be vulnerable in this you know in this process you know this 50 of us and you know I just hope that it isn't too big and that people take that opportunity so I've sort of looked at Mary and you know how Mary is Mary's not being vulnerable with nobody, no. right? So we get back to the room that night. I go, all right, so here's the deal. We know who not to sit next to. Like, <clears throat> we're not going near whoever that was that just said that. So I never saw him. <laughs> Guess who I sat next to every single day during the process? Like, I was, yeah. we became best friends. My friend, Malcolm. <laughs> so oh I, I told him the story yesterday. I was like, I just have to tell you. So anyways, that's my story. But I feel great. It was wonderful. And I think that everybody should take that time to do that. And one of the things that was really interesting, too, and, and maybe our listeners don't, don't fully understand what we do and I think it was very insightful for the people because we went into small groups and you know people think of real estate agents like oh you put a sign on the yard and you sell a house like big deal and or you take me out to look at a house and we put an offer in big deal well the thing is is you know our our day is starting when yours ends so we were there with a lot of educators and a lot of people from the medical field i was like so you know like you get into work and every 15 20 minutes you have a new patient you're an educator you go into your classroom and you know every 30 45 minutes the bell is going to ring and you're going to have a new wave of students that doesn't happen for us mm-hmm. our day sort of starts when yours stops so at when you get out of work at five o'clock that's when you're calling us to ask us our, your questions which is i'm not complaining about it i'm just yeah. trying to bring some insight you know when you want to see properties and you know around here daylight savings is in first weekend in november like it's getting dark now so that's when our day starts but what you don't know is what we're doing from Mon- monday through friday nine to five as well is we're talking to the attorneys we're meeting people for appraisals we're doing the smoke certs we're meeting the water department mm-hmm. we're doing um did I say home inspections? Like we're doing all those other things in between. If we have a listing, we're doing the marketing, we're doing the promoting, we're 
learning so we can be our best selves. We're doing all those things Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Then when people get out of work, we're helping them. And then on weekends, guess what we get to do? What? Open houses. You get to work. Yeah, I get to work again. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's really insightful so you can see why people can easily get burnt out yeah. in this in this industry. So that was one of the important reasons why, you know, Mary and I have a new subdivision and I thought this is a really good time for us to sort of center ourselves. Yeah. And get on track. It's interesting that you say that because I had this conversation with both Jasmine and George after the show on Tuesday and with Matt Mahoney. So like yes, I did have an offer on a property this week. It did not pan out the way that I would hope it would. Um, Matt Mahoney was very encouraging during the whole process and I think he was more upset that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I didn't get it than um, than I was. But, you know, I said to all three of them, I'm like, I don't know how much more rejection I have in me and I didn't realize how like anything else, like you don't realize how impactful something is until you're going through it. And to get your hopes up and to be let down over and over and over again, I'm not, I'm sort of not surprised with some of the behavior that the buyers are. Mm-hmm. And I know that we were saying like, oh, it's the buyer's fault. It's the buyer's fault. It's like, I'm, I'm exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I just want to live the dream like everybody else and mm-hmm. buy a house. But right now it's so difficult and I'm living that what feels like every single week. Yeah. You know, so. And I can see that in you, you know what I mean? And it's like, I see you in your office and I see you doing your thing. And I didn't even know that I actually brought that house to your attention. And you're like, oh no, I'm not going to. And then Mark came home one day and I was like, oh, how was your day? He goes, oh, I went and looked at that house with Melissa. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask me? <laughs> but, you know, I, I hope you do reflect on the things I say because I've been sort of right a couple times I know. now. Well, in fairness, Matt did bring it to my attention beforehand. And I said to you, I was like, yeah, Matt talked to me about it, but it's at the top of my budget. It's, yeah. you know, whatever. And then the weekend happened and I, I don't know if anything the outcome would have been any different had I seen it sooner but um no I don't think it would have been that I just think yeah yeah just you know some different things that happened during that one which are very unfortunate but you know they're stuck in my memory yeah for sure I mean I (laughs) I you know it is a process and like you said it will it will happen when it's supposed to happen. It's just I be, now being in it myself. It's so interest, interesting because I've been in the industry for like nine years now. Mm-hmm. But like the past year, solid year, I've been looking for me personally. And you just like, again, you don't know yeah. until you go through it. It's almost like you're our lab experiment. Yeah, I <laughs> and for our for our listeners though, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I bet you there are listeners right now that are probably saying, "I can't believe she still hasn't found a house." I mean, we are in the industry. I know. We know yeah. about houses coming on the market before everybody else. Yeah, and we still can't get you the one. Yeah, it's, it's like the competition. And again, you know what? Maybe we do get into some. Physiological, physiological, psychological, psycho. You know what I mean. Physiological. What's the word? Finish the sentence. What's the word? Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for there, Tim? Um, You know, more of a a conversation of why are we here? What do we need to do to make it so everybody does get that opportunity to have home sweet home? Like, what do we have to do? Like, does there? And we've talked about it. Does there have to be new construction? More new construction? More affordable new construction? I'm here today to talk to you about new construction. 
And I understand that the price points are high, but you need to understand the reason why is because the builders, the cost of the land, the cost of the engineering, the cost to put the road in, the cost to put the utilities in, the cost of supplies right now, the cost of contractors right now, the cost of everything is so high. Mm And where? How do we control that? Yeah, and they're not building little two-bedroom no, ranches anymore. Because they what can't. everybody is looking for. So every time a little two-bedroom ranch comes on, you got yep. fifteen offers. Because I'm one of them, and I'm competing with the other fourteen. I know, I know. You know, so. and it's, and I will say, preface like I'm not getting these houses not because I'm not qualified. I'm very well qualified. Yeah, Jasmine you can close calls in three weeks. I mean, Jasmine calls every single listing agent that I put an offer in on. It's just being up against like I said 15 other people Mm. who probably are very similar or you know have something to give away that I don't well and not only that too though I mean this is you know we know the back end story of like the property that you were buying and not for us to share but I think that the motivation of the seller is very indicative of how you're going, like if your offer is going to get accepted or not. Because some people may love the fact that you have a cat named Zoe and they're like, I want, yeah, I want a single <clears throat> woman who's a hard worker. Like that's the person we have to find. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that fits your profile. Yeah. Almost like a dating app, right? But then again, like we say so many times, like don't write love letters. You're not yeah. allowed to do that. Like, oh, it's whatever. I have written love letters. I've written a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think in this last situation yeah. for you, it was their situation that caused them yeah. to choose another offer. Yeah. Now, I know that the listing agent on that had a conversation with you and I, I probably feel the same way that maybe... a you know something more sure probably makes more sense but mm-hmm. hey people have to go through their own processes and you know some people are motivated by the money aspect some people are motivated by the contingencies that are involved yeah. or you know the conditions i almost feel like at some point i want to be like okay just have us all like on a jury and I, you know <laughs> we just plead our case because <laughs> i want to be like i'm this and i'm this and I'm you this, know please. i Really, I still want to do the dating game in this office. Like, I just want a bunch of people who are considering selling their house, but they're not ready to pull the trigger. So we'll have people of every range. I'm selling a ranch. I'm selling a a four-bedroom colonial. I'm selling a condo. Have a bunch of people in our office, and then we have a bunch of people in the office who want to buy a condo, who want to buy a four-bedroom colonial. I bet you the people who are selling the small capes in the ranch want to buy the four-bedroom colonial. Like, we could just have a mashup in here. Yeah. Well, let's start off with like one person who wants to sell me their house. You can come here. (laughs) You can come to Boston Connect Real Estate located in Pembroke Center. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Give us a I know we are sort of off off topic. We are going to continue our conversation with new construction because you do have a new development Mm. in Hanson um, that you started doing open houses at last weekend. I did. Um, And you are there today and tomorrow from 10 to 12, correct? Yes, I am. Yep. So um, we're doing, I'm doing 10 to 12. Mary is with this, it's the same developer in a different development. Uh, So I'm at Cushing Trails in Hanson off of Spring Street. um, And Mary, so it's, if you put in your GPS 468 Spring Street, that will bring you right to Cushing Trails entrance. And then Mary is at Cochise Estates in West Bridgewater. So you can put in Matacomet Road and that will get you over there. Uh, Mary's there 11 to 3. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
it's nice because ours is rough so when you walk into mine it's just studs so you have to come with imagination and um, I had these little business cards made uh, so it gives you Google Maps gives you directions over to where Mary is so it gives you time to leave me go over there and look at what the finished product yeah. looks like um, I just want to give our phone number if you have any questions for us 781-837-4900 781-837-4900 obviously we were very off topic this morning so if you want to talk to us about anything just give us a call i don't even care if it's real estate yeah just talk to us we are live on facebook too so be sure to follow oh, yeah. boston connect real estate all of the connect pages hello we're oh. waving to you or if you want to wave back yep. we do have quite a few people listen, watching us so <coughs> excuse um, me <coughs> but yeah anyways so that's life <laughs> oh, can i just say one more thing is yeah. breakfast at Kripalu is silent Silent yeah, and you you told you said what to Mary Melissa would hate the food here. Yes, well, <laughs> I, I got very nervous yesterday. Yeah. I got a rice cake with um, peanut butter on it. Yeah, and I looked over and I saw the jelly right next to it, and I was like, "There are so many people that are allergic to peanut butter. Like, yeah. what if somebody dips the peanut butter? Like, see, that's why I'm there because I overthink everything. Yeah, I definitely I, I would have to have like a serious evaluation of the the cross contamination possibilities. I, I am letting you know. That I do not think it would be. It's not something that that I think I could. Every single day was our journey to find something that you would eat. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> Every well, single you for day. Thinking of me. Well, because I told you I wanted to bring you there, but I think it would be a miserable experience for you. Because <laughs> if I couldn't, if I couldn't eat, I would be miserable, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, like, and I'm telling you, and it's not because you're picky; it's because of your sensitivities, right? Yeah. So I, in in the almond thing, like, I'm sorry. Like, I would yeah. be more stressed knowing that you were there eating from that salad yeah. bar than anything else. Yeah. One of those and almonds would, slips yeah. in. You would think that there are almonds all around that place, right? Oh. From what you've, <laughs> what <laughs> you've been describing. They make their own. We used to call it gorp in high school. We would make our own gorp, too. So it's like grains, oats, mm. raisins, peanuts. Like they had raisin sauce. Put it, yeah, put it. Okay. Um, <laughs> put it all together. So we'd make our own gorp, but like it's everybody can choose what they want in it. Um but yeah, I could just imagine you guys sitting around making your own gourd, like yeah. Oh, okay. now, there were a lot of things like, oh, I didn't almonds. even eat. Yeah, there's a lot of things I didn't even eat. But anyway, so we are so sidetracked today. Um, but again, call us seven eight one eight three seven four nine zero zero. Let's get into our new construction. I know we have a bunch of open houses going on with the office today as well. <clears throat> we'll get into those at the end too. Um, Two weeks ago, I think it was, we talked about new construction, sort of the beginning. It was yeah, really more an intro yeah, to pushing uh, to my development. So let me tell you a little bit about that if you didn't hear me a couple of weeks ago. Cushing Trails is a 40-unit subdivision that I am marketing, and it is located in Hanson, right off of Spring Street. So if you go to 468, <coughs> excuse me, Spring Street, you will get there. So if you're familiar with Route 58 and where that turn is, where Damien's is, you just take that right is um or what it matters which way you're coming i guess uh spring street is like sort of across from that and we're down on the right less than a eighth of a mile down it is 40 units they are duplexes they are beautiful uh we do have them online so you can certainly find them online and um seven hayward hayward I'm sort of getting the the streets confused but it is at cushing trails yeah so <clears throat> sorry about that um it's new, so I'm, I'm sorry that I can't remember exactly. Yeah. I think it's Hayward. And um, so 
of the units, we're going to have three different styles. We're going to have the Whitman, the Hanson, and the Pembroke. So the Hanson is the majority of the units I have down there now. So I have two buildings there right now. So that's two buildings, four units. I have three Hansons and I have one Whitman. So the Hanson layout is three bedrooms on the second floor and it is about 2,600 square feet of space. It is humongous and there's a one-car garage. Those are starting and the base price on those are 630. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. Okay. <laughs> and then um, the Whitman is two bedroom with an office on the second floor and that's about 1,900 square feet of space and the base price on those are 570. Uh, so we have all kinds of nice upgrades. We're still finalizing all of our final specs and our upgrade list and all of that good stuff. So this is sort of like a pre-launch for us, uh, but we already have several people who are interested. Yeah. Howland. Howland. Seven Howland and five Howland. Um, but there is a GPS um, There is a GPS address. Let me grab that for you. It's on mm-hmm. Spring Street. So um, because it's new construction, like any other new construction mm-hmm. development, it's it can be hard to find, even though it is very easy to find on Spring Street. So um, let me just bring up the address. You keep talking. 486 <laughs> Spring Street. 486 Spring Street. Yeah. Yeah. 486 Spring Street. We'll get you right there so you can find us right off of Route 58 across from Damien's. Take that road. Um, so with the um, with the units, again, we have the three. Then the other unit, uh, those, four, those four units, and then we're going to have the third model uh, style is going to be the Pembroke. So the Pembroke is going to be two bedrooms and an office on the second floor with a two-car garage. Oh, so uh, nice. those, yeah, so those are going to be the base price on those are going to be six hundred and thirty thousand. Yeah. But even the way that it's designed with the one-car garage, there is yeah. opportunity. Like you have a driveway. Too, yeah. So yeah, you have uh, a driveway. We're going to yeah. be doing a little like sort of bump out onto the driveway, so you, you don't mm-hmm. have to do the t- uh, t- trend. I was going to say transom, but that's Tr- a boat. Tr- tandem. Tandem. Oh. <laughs> tandem parking. So, um, yeah. So, we'll talk a little bit about, like, the process of new construction. One of the things that I think, if you are going for new construction, I guess one of the questions that you should be asking is, um, is it custom or semi-custom? And, you know, I'm just noticing the time right now. So, should we take a break? I don't know if we're yeah. even ready for a break. Oh, and yeah, then we, we can, can get yeah, into yeah, it well, after. Let's take a break Tim? and we'll get into it. Yes, let's take a break. All right, perfect. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, we'll we'll, we'll actually talk about yeah, real estate. Yeah, we'll actually talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are the walls echoing because your house is feeling a little less full? Are you realizing that you have more space than you actually need? Are your storage areas filled with everybody else's cherished memories? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. 
Are you ready to pay your own mortgage rather than somebody else's? Are you looking forward to living under your own roof? Do you often dream about buying your first home, but you're not sure where to begin? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined by the one and only Sharon McNamara, broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Um, We are talking all things new construction. I promise we are getting into our topic. We just had to, like, get some things. We've already lost everybody. (laughs) We get some things. No, we have plenty of people watching us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have a call. Oh, great. Yes, we do. We've, We've got the lovely Jean in Pembroke. Hello, Jean in Pembroke. Hello, how are, how are you? Doing well, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, I just have a couple of quick questions for you. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, regarding the developments that you've been talking about in Cushing Trails, yeah. um, you said that they're duplexes? Yes. So um, are they, is there like a condo fee or how, how does that work? Yes, there is a condo fee, and that is a great, great question. And that is really a good question if anybody is looking for a condo and they do decide to go to new construction. So they, each of the units do have um, a condo association, and each model type has a different one. It's based on the square footage. So the smaller units are starting at 349 The larger unit is at 389 And I know a lot of times people are like, wow, that seems like a high... Um, HOA fee for a new development and I want to tell everybody is what that is is a very realistic HOA fee so a lot of times when you're looking at new construction and I've had developments myself in the past and that fee tends to be lower when you do do new construction but one of the things that I am seeing and witnessing firsthand you know in the area of the South Shore is they start low and the reason why a lot of times they start low now I'm, I'm saying mine are realistic and they will stay there okay the the thing with the ones that are lower what ends up happening is they're low because the contractor and the developer he's the one that's doing the plowing he has the resources to be doing the landscaping uh-huh. he's taking care of all of that right so then uh-huh. once the association takes that over so the the homeowners at when there's 25% left, I believe that's the number, they they can take over the association. But in most cases, the um, builder and developer will hold on to it till the very end, and then they, send, they pass it over to the association. What I am seeing in several, several developments, and this is one of the things you need to check if you are buying a resale, is you want to make sure that you're looking at the budget. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you want to make sure that you're looking at the reserves. The reserves is the big number because some of these developments that are 10, 15 years old, 20, they're creeping up. If the roof goes, if the driveways go, if something happens to the septic systems, the irrigation, if there's any big ticket item, gutters, whatever, if there's no reserve, that means that every one of those homeowners is going to have a special assessment. So our developers actually put a plan in place where our, our, and then, and then the condo fees go up. This is one of the problems that I see. 
And we could do a whole mm-hmm. show on this. So this is such a great question. I'm so glad that you brought it up. One of the things that happens is when you're purchasing new construction, and let's just say that that fee is $200, yeah. right? Well, that's what you're basing your mortgage on, okay? Mm-hmm. Not everybody can mm-hmm. go in and just buy cash, okay? So you're basing your mortgage on that 200 Well, if that fee goes up because it has to, because there is no, yeah. there is no reserve, yeah. there are going to be people that are not going to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And then what ends up happening, now you're in this in-between because once the once that development takes over they have the choice do we want to go to a management company or do we want to self-control it ourselves Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. self-manage it the ones that are self-managing it they tend to listen to the 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 emotions of the people living there i can't afford to do anymore we shouldn't do that we shouldn't do that so they hold it off that's really not a good business decision a management company is going to go in and say hey listen i'm doing the future forecasting and if you don't start bringing up your condo fees in 10 years if there is anything could happen if the roofs go whatever then we're not going to have the money to replace it so in our condos our hoa fee is going to include money that's being put aside for a management company so we're going to have a reserve for a management company we're going to have a reserve for the septic systems because it is on title five um it is on a septic system we're going to have a reserve for the maintenance mm-hmm. so when the, we're finished with this project probably in a couple of years and we hand it over the the owners will have that option to go to a management company and i always suggest it a management company is going to run it like a business not with emotions mm-hmm. yeah right so, so the other vote, i'm sorry will they vote on that at that point yes yes so that okay. will be the choice of the homeowners that they get to decide what they wanted to do what's also included in our association fee is um irrigation so in the front of every one of the units it will be irrigation which is nice because everybody's grass and everything will all be you know watered the same so we have the irrigation will be included the well that goes to that and the electricity that goes to that that will be included. The master insurance will be included. So if there was ever like a trip and fall or anything like that, that would be included. And the insurance for the exterior of the building. So the homeowner is responsible for the interior of the building. So if the siding it went or if the roof went, yeah. any of those types yeah. of things, the porches, uh, the decks. Um, and then the septic pumping will also be included in that. Of course, the landscaping and the snow removal. And mm. with these units, the snow removal also will do your walkway and your stairs mm-hmm. so oh, which wow. is yeah which is why That's people awesome. yeah which why people want to go in there yeah and okay. i think it's so a, if the, i'm sorry so if no. the roof went on one of the units uh that would be covered by the um the by the by the by the HOA. Yep. So if the roof went, that's okay. covered. Yeah. And that's what I said, you know, going in there with a realistic number, I'd rather people go in there and me saying, "Hey, this is 349 or 389 if you're going for the larger unit, 379 for the middle unit." I'd rather be realistic and so you can financially plan for what your future is looking like. And and you have uh-huh. no surprises. It's a much better, comfortable way to be. Um, one of the other things with this uh, development that I've never seen now, I've been selling real estate for 21 years. I would say of my career, 19 of them have been on new construction and developments. And this is the first time I've seen this, even in a resale. If you're familiar with Oak Point, um, they have like what they call an envelope. So you have that land is yours that you can do whatever you want with. So in the back of all 
of our units, we are going to have an envelope and it will be the width of your unit and it will go out 15 to 20 feet depending on like our buffer and how far we can go. As the homeowner, you can fence in that area. I've never seen that oh, before. Wow. Oh, isn't, wow. isn't that I didn't great? Know that. Yeah. So wow, you that's can. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a small dog or if you have something, you can just open up the door and put it yeah. out there. So, and I just want to make a comment to that. So these are being built by Stonebridge Homes, who yeah. have what built a thousand, a thousand, a thousand homes. homes. This is the difference between building with somebody who has built a thousand homes. They every development as you go on in time, like mm-hmm. makes the makes the little changes like that. that yeah. Like because they know makes it better. Home, homeowners, this is what they want. This is what's going to yeah. sell. Like mm-hmm. so, I love that you just said that. Yeah, and in that area, if you choose to fence in your area, then you could put like you, you know a patio set or something like that. The only thing is though, when you do that, you are waving the landscaping in your backyard because you can't take the responsibility for them to go behind everybody's fence so other than that though the open space like if you put a couple chairs out behind your place you would be responsible to take those in because when the landscapers come you also don't want lawsuits right so you don't want the landscaper to nick somebody's patio furniture or break the glass or something on like their table right so Uh those items you won't be able to be stationary but if you did fence off your area um, you could do that. So I'm really excited about that aspect. Wow, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be down there today and tomorrow from 10 to 12, always available by appointment. It's about five miles from my office. <laughs> so um, anytime anybody wants to go and see it, uh, they certainly can. Did you have any other questions about it? I know you had a couple. Yeah, I had a couple a couple more questions. Uh, for the heat, is it oil or gas or electric? It is electric. So um, what we have, so it is an electric like you're thinking the old way. It's not electric like baseboard. This is a heat pump. This is the wave of the future. This is the way the whole world is going because, you know, they're putting in um, guidelines and regulations to get get rid of fossil fuels. I mean, it's something that our hands are sort of tied tied from so Uh you you are going to see this anyways i know that a lot of those regulations um are changing the energy codes and everything are changing again july 2024 so you're going to see even more of it we're just ahead of the curve it's super super efficient uh systems they're called a heat pump so it is how you get your gas how you get your heat and your ac it looks and feels very much like forced hot air so you'll have um baseboard uh, not baseboard but like vents on the first floor and up on the second floor you'll have vents in the ceiling and it works exactly the same way people get nervous when they hear electric i want to tell people not to be so we have the other development in west bridgewater um a couple of our clients there um mary was talking to them their units are probably the same size or a little bit bigger over at cochise and his largest electric bill this summer was $281. So that includes your AC, your heating, your, uh, not that, of course, it includes your, his AC for the summer, his cooking, his dryer, his lights. I mean, that's everything. So very, very efficient. Reasonable, yeah, for a big home. Yeah, so when people hear electric heat, they think of electric baseboard. Remember, that was probably like in the 60s or something that they did those, mm-hmm, right? Where mm-hmm. every room had its own thermostat. It's not that. Uh-huh. This has two zones, up and down. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And another question regarding that, um, where it's electric, um, are the um, are the wires underground? Yes, well, from like the. Um, Mm-hmm. Where this, it comes in, like from National Grid or whatever the yep. electric company is. Yep, everything is, is underground. underground. Yep, everything okay. is underground. So in and storm, you don't have to worry about losing your electricity. Exactly, but we also have the option if you wanted to put in for a generator. So if you wanted like a whole house generator that, you know, automatically kicks on, you would then have to, you know, get a program with like a propane company. So like at my house, Mm -hmm. uh, I live in Pembroke, we have oil heat, which drives my husband crazy. Um, But we do have, um, (laughs) I whispered it just in case he's listening, Um, but we do have a generator, a whole house generator um, that pops on but we have a propane tank that takes care of that and my stove yeah so if you wanted to do a generator you certainly could or you could do one of those you know more portable ones that you would pull out of the dry out of the garage um Uh so so we will have options for that when it comes to storms but it's it's town water so it's not well water so that's one of the things too when you lose electricity and you have well water yeah sounds funny to say you can't use your toila but you can't yeah uh, and where is the water? What's the water source? It is town water. Uh, but, but is it a reservoir or? Um, th- that I can look into. I am not exactly sure where Hanson gets their water from. I'm assuming that it is a reservoir because all the water from here does come from reservoirs. So uh, I just don't know exactly where Hanson's is. Oh, okay. But is I'll look that, into in that. Ha- because in Pembroke, the water is um, from wells, even though it's town water. It's oh, I see what wells. you're saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yep. So I notice, like, sometimes the water comes in kind of brown looking, and it's like, ooh, this is really safe to be drinking. Yeah, so with that, with that, when that happens, because I'm in Pembroke, too. I've been here 31 years, and you probably are familiar with our office right across the street from Stop and Shop, right, in the Pembroke Center? Yeah. 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 So um, the reason why the water turns brown is because um, of when they're flushing the hydrants. That's why that oh. happens. Yeah, oh, that's okay. Yeah, that has nothing to do with, you know, because I have a well at my house for irrigation, and I remember when they were putting the well in, they just said it was, like, we had the water tested. It was, like, the best water. So we must have, oh, like, really? tapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, well, that's good to know because I, I'm i new to Pembroke, so I wasn't sure whether it was really safe to drink or not. Yes, we have actually really good quality water. Um, they, I think they actually put like fluoride or something. They put different things in the water. So I remember that when my kids were younger. So yeah, definitely safe. And look at that. Oh, You've okay. only been in Pembroke a little while and you're thinking about moving already. <laughs> maybe well, we'll maybe we'll have you on. According to my significant other, the house isn't big enough for him. Oh, my so, goodness. Well, Ma- Melissa's so we'll, looking for a house, so if you have a smaller house, we can work something out with you. <laughs> we can you. work something oh, out. Okay. Maybe, yeah. That might work out. Yeah. Um, and then we had, uh, let's see, what other question did I have? Oh, what is the exterior on these uh, units. The exterior on these units is vinyl, and um, I think that that is good. Vinyl is good. I mean, people, yeah. and again, I think that sometimes people, like you asking about the electric heat, you can't go back and think about how things were in the 60s and 70s. You have to think about the technology that we have today. So with vinyl siding today, there are some vinyl 
siding, you can't even tell that it's vinyl siding. But vinyl siding, I would say from the standpoint, if I was going to be in a condo, I personally... Uh, everybody has their own opinion. I would like vinyl. It's easy to clean. It's easy to maintain. Yeah. You know, I, I think that I think that that's a really good place to be. I agree. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what what about the roof? Is it asphalt shingles? Yep, metal? It's asphalt shingles, and I, yeah. I'm I'm get they're the highest quality. You know, twenty five, thirty, or whatever it is right oh, now. Okay. But I don't have my specs right in front of me. You know, um, your name was Jean, right? Was it Jean? Yeah. Jean, people are going to think I paid you to call me today. <laughs> I so know. You are Jean, such I'm a good interviewer. I'm, I'm, I'm almost this. thinking that you should go to one of the open houses this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> What other questions? Throw them at me. Throw them at me. Is your significant other there with you too? Um, no, he he's uh, not not with okay. me right now. Okay. Uh, one more question, and this is um, not regarding the um, development, but but regarding your trip to the Berkshires. Yes. Uh, uh, what was the name of that? Um, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a facility. Yeah, Yeah. it was a facility. It was beautiful. It's called Kripalu. K-R... I have to spell it out on paper here. Hold on. Kripalu. K-R-I-P-A-L-U. Kripalu. And if you you are looking for an opportunity, it's very... um, I think it used to be a college of some sort. I know the Jesuits at one point owned it. Um... And so it's very dorm-like style, but they have different levels of rooms that you can get. Like if you wanted to bunk with five other people, you could do that. Uh, For myself and Mary, I got a room with two twin beds in our private bathroom. I went, uh, before COVID, I went. Yeah. And I got a single room, but I had like a double bed or a queen-size bed. It was probably a double bed with my own bathroom. Um, But it's very dorm-like style, not like a fancy hotel, but very nice, very clean if the yoga was wonderful, the meditation was great. Oh, they did this one thing at night, Jean. I'm so glad you asked. <clears throat> it was like at 7.30 at night. And it wasn't a yoga, but it was just like a relaxation. So people like me who have self-proclaimed OCD tend to have our heads racing when we lay down at night. So well, I, that's what <laughs> happens to me. I've been having trouble sleeping in this. Like, oh, I got to find something to you should go. relax. Kripalu is your place yes and they did this they did this whole session and and thing with yoga there too like I'm not very good at yoga and I didn't feel awkward about the people who were doing backward bends because there was just as many people like me that could barely like get down on their hands and knees (laughs) so it was great (laughs) nope it is very very welcoming and into it was this is a beautiful time to go because they have a lake so Mary and I walked down to the lake um and what else? There's like mountains. It's it is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it's out in the Berkshires. That beautiful. I know that whole area is beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. And how it was, was the food? Well, <clears throat> it matters what type of food that you like. So for me, um, I was able to find something I liked. There was always a soup and a salad that I always had. They had other things, too, that you could... Like every morning, I had yogurt with granola and different things like that. But they always had, like, eggs. Um, I can't really eat 
eggs. Um, they just don't agree with me. I, I eat them, but not. I didn't want to do it while I was there. But they have, they have, like they had French toast yesterday. Um, they have a toast section. They have a bunch of fruit. Uh, they had shrimp scampi one night. They, you know, so they oh. have different things. Yeah. yeah, always a soup. Very, it's very healthy though. Like everything is very natural. So they have salt oh, nice. on the table. <laughs> And is that, um, is it set up like a restaurant or is it like, bank, like banquet tables or? Yeah, it's just a bunch of tables in a big cafeteria type room and it has like a buffet style. So you just like, you oh. sort of get in line and you pick what you want and how much you want. Like one night they had um, mashed um, sweet potatoes and I love sweet potatoes. So I just oh, took I a whole. Love sweet potatoes too. Yeah, I took a whole bowl of them. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep, that's what I had. I had a whole bowl of those and a salad and that's all I wanted. Oh. And one of the things I said to Mary too was I said, it's so interesting <laughs> is I never really felt hungry when I was there and I was certainly eating different than I do when I'm home. Um, yeah, but they, a lot of like vegan type stuff, but they, it, it was really, really good. And I have to tell you, you just feel good with body, mind and soul when you're there. And I'm not oh, even nice. that person. I'm not even that person, Jean. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that sounds great. And how was the cost? Was it very expensive? No, it wasn't. It was very, I no. mean, what we, we did a program. So, you know, I have to sort of factor that into what I was doing as well. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, yeah. I'm definitely going to check that out. Well, absolutely. If you have any yeah. questions, you can always get me offline too. So I can give you my cell phone number, 781-294-4848. Terrific. Thank you so much. Uh, and I definitely I'll be checking out the uh, development. Well, that sounds great. I will be there every Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 12, but uh, certainly by appointment mm-hmm. as well. All right, terrific. Thank you so much. I appreciate all Thank the you, information. Thank you, Jean. Thank you, Jean. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, and I'll pay, I'll pay you later for all those great, great questions. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, thanks a lot. Enjoy all right. Weekend. Thank you, Jean. And Jean, if you're Bye-bye. ever in the area over at Stop and Shop, come on over. Say hello to us. Yeah, come say hi. Oh, will do. I love yeah. that little center there. Yeah, absolutely. Come say hi to us. We're always here. Okay, terrific. Okay, right. bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So that was Jean from Pembroke. And oh, she we have another some, She has some great questions. You would think I paid her. Who else yeah. do we have? I don't yeah, know. We I, have don't, five, I don't know if you paid her. Or she's writing a, a column or something. And yeah. <laughs> um, we love that. Yeah, no, um, that was great. Uh, we have John in Plymouth. He had a, a follow-up comment or two. Okay, John in Plymouth. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. John. Hey, just a quick question. I don't know if you can answer this, but whose decision is it going to be to make... Um, if it's going to be a management company for for the HOA, um, I believe that I will confirm. But from what I have seen in the past, it ends up being the people who live there. So at that point, when we hand it over to you, then that's when it becomes your decision. I'm just curious: Do you prefer a management company, or do you prefer uh, homeowners taking care of it? I look for homeowners because you hear of all the horror stories with HOAs and how they um, micromanage everyone. And to me, I know people who are in that situation, and that that causes more costs as well. Well, and I think that yeah. So that's why I think where we're starting our HOA fees is already including that in our thought process. So. Yes. I mean, if people decide that they want this to be 
ran by themselves and it's homeowners that get to run that development, then that we have we'll yeah, have the money. Have that more in we'll, reserves. we'll have that money in reserves to do it. The only reason why I would say that I think it's a good idea and it's John, right? John, so like you sound like you're a very reasonable person from listening to your voice for thirty seconds. Yeah. But some <laughs> But not everybody is. Yeah, but not everybody is. And sometimes you get into these you know, you get into these developments where it's people who um, who don't have a business mind, who don't have, you know, the qualifications to really run the development like a business. And that really truly is the way it is. Now, the HOA, you're probably talking about like the strict guidelines, like you can't put pink, pink flamingos out in your front yard. Those are all condo docs. So that's part of like the condo association. So the people who a management company isn't really the one that that's being forceful on those things. Those are the things they're that are budgeting in, the money. Yeah, they're just the budgeting the money people, you know. Um, but like, I recently, I recently sold a property in a condo. I was the listing agent on it. Wonderful, wonderful development. They are self-managed, and it was transferring of people. So, like the new, the new person who was doing the treasurer. Wonderful, wonderful person. I want to say that from the bottom of my heart. He openly said, I'm just not good at like QuickBooks or Quicken or any of those things. So everything was handwritten. So it just made it really difficult for me when I was selling it because it didn't look like it was, um, it, it didn't look like it was as professional as it could have been. Right. Well, I mean, that would be my concern because, I mean, obviously, it's human nature. You're going to have personality conflicts, and you're going to get people in uh, positions that other people aren't going to be in favor of it. But, you know, you pay to live, and you want to be able to live free and not mm-hmm. have all that extra baggage. Yeah. Um, but thanks for answering that. But I just want to answer that uh, previous caller's um, question on the water supply. Yes. According to the Handsome Water Department's website... They used to get their water up into the 1980s from Abington, Rockland, and Brockton. But now they have their own water supply from the Crystal Spring Wellfield that is located in Hanson. Oh, thank you so much thank for you. looking that up. Uh, yeah, no one's yeah, ever asked me that question. <laughs> well, you have to go down to the development and she'll give you some breakfast. Yes, absolutely. I'm happy to take you out to breakfast. If you're going to visit me at the development, you have to bring me coffee, by the way. I'll, I'll pay you when you get there. No problem. All right. Well, the other thank day, you I could have so got you a free one at Duncan's. Yeah, I know. Well, you'll have to keep me in mind. Saturdays and Sundays, I'm there from 10 to 12. So uh, I tend to forget my coffee. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. That okay, was a well, really, really great question. And um, yeah, I'm happy to talk to you more about the management aspect of things on that. Okay, awesome. Thank All you very right. much. Thanks so much. Thank you. We're Have at the end. Everyone. That's it. That's Harper. the end. Yeah, that is the end of our show. If you want to, uh, if you're interested in any of our open houses, you can find them on bostonconnect.com. Uh, you can find me this morning at Cushing Trails in Hanson, 486 Spring Street. We'll get you there. I will be there from 10 to 12 today and tomorrow. Mary will be at Cochise Estates in West Bridgewater from 11 to 3. If you want to get in touch with me, 781-294-4848. Yeah. Bostonconnect.com. Find all of our contacts. Contact information. Perfect. Thank you, Tim. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. 
I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you, so let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're WATT FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.